Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first episode of Hands-On Safety. This is going to be a monthly podcast where we'll be talking about personal safety, awareness of your surroundings, and related topics to uh, self-defense and uh, just keeping yourself safe while you're out in public and um, learning how to deal with uh, interactions with other people. So with me today and hopefully always will be uh, Megan. Hello, everyone. And George. Hello. So some of the reasons that I wanted to do this podcast um, is because I've learned in the couple of years I've been working with other blind adults that some people are very uncomfortable uh, using a cane because they feel like it makes them feel vulnerable and it they feel like it makes them more of a target. And that kind of led me to being interested in self-defense and seeking out information about that and kind of learning that there's not a whole lot out there. Um, although a lot of people have been successful with um, taking martial arts and uh, self-defense training in their areas and, um, you know, and in some cases being able to learn one-touch self-defense, which was specifically designed for blind people. Um, but just just learning to be more aware and and interact with people is a big confidence booster in itself. But I wanted to bring that to people that may not have easy access to this information or even know where to start. So, George, what what got you into this? What got me into this was uh, reading an article some years ago about a young man in Philadelphia who was uh, blind since birth. Uh, he was attacked by a mugger uh, while the uh, young man, uh, I think his name was Courtney, uh, he was going home. Uh, unbeknownst to the mugger, uh, Courtney was blind. And once the uh, assailant grabbed him, uh, Courtney was also a state champion wrestler in, in uh, from the School of the Blind in, 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 uh, in Pennsylvania. And um, so he was able to get a hold of the assailant, took him, bounced him off the ground, um, defended himself, and later the assailant died from uh, injuries from uh, from the attack that he initiated. So I thought it was kind of incredible. I never thought that a person who was blind could actually do that. It never really crossed my mind. Uh, so for a number of years, that's kind of inspired me to want to learn more about it. Um, so when I retired from the Army after 21 years, I opened up a martial arts school uh, here in Savannah, Georgia. And... Um, I ran across the idea of the program One Touch, and it's something that I want to look more into. Uh, I mean, no sense re reinventing the wheel, teach someone how to defend themselves if there's a program already out there. So I uh, became a One Touch coach, and um, that's what kind of made me get into the whole thing about about this. It's not just people who are blind, but those who are have limitations. They're they're out, they're kind of counted out. People assume that they're you know vulnerable when in reality. You know, there sometimes their so-called disability is an advantage because it puts the person's guard down who may try to attack them. So what I try to do with the classes that I have is show people how to use these perceived vulnerabilities as an asset. That's awesome. I try. <laughs> so Megan, what about you? So I got into this um, because I am also blind and I travel around a lot and have, you know, heard stories of people with disabilities being taken advantage of because of their disabilities. And I'm looking for tips to keep myself safe and also to maybe share some of my experiences with others as I live in a pretty big city. I would say it's considered a metropolitan city in Canada. And I 
work in a sketchy part of town in the downtown core. So I'm quite often around some questionable individuals, if you will. Um, <laughs> yes, I've been uh, on the <laughs> on the phone with you when you've interacted with some of these questionable inter- uh, individuals. Yes, yes. So um, it's I'm looking for tips myself, and I'm hopefully looking to educate people on based on my past experiences. And yeah, just looking forward to hanging out with you guys and talking safety. I guess <laughs> nice. <laughs> Yeah, I am. Um, I um, and and I and I love that you you still don't hesitate to get out there, even though you've you've run into some interesting characters. Uh, yes, <laughs> I have. <laughs> and you don't hesitate to get out there, and that's you know that's one thing that I'm looking forward to uh, in doing this podcast is that we, you know, hopefully get some stories from people about their own interactions and how they dealt with it. George has found us a few stories on the web that were interesting and and definitely brought up some questions and uh things to think about and um i'm looking forward to that and learning learning how to uh to get more information um because that's something that i haven't looked a lot into so i think uh, i hope and this is going to be a good show and i hope that our listeners will give us feedback and and tune in and give us just as much information as we we give them exactly yeah i'm looking forward to this um i think it should be a good show we've got some good topics coming up i believe for what i know yep and always looking to add more to that list george did you have something no okay. <laughs> he just wanted to agree is all <laughs> i agree that's it yeah. okay um so um you know some of the topics that are coming up uh in the pipeline are definitely going to um, be about awareness of your surroundings and um you know things to do and not to do whether or not you should consider using your cane as a weapon if you feel that you need to um or whether you should throw it down and get it out of the way. Um, setting up emergency settings on your devices, um, defensive devices, and lots of other things that I cannot think of right this minute, but um, <laughs> <laughs> that's why I write stuff down. So um, She needs more coffee, clearly. <laughs> um, LAUGHTER uh, but we will we will be bringing that to you. Um, we're also going to have a website, uh, handsonsafety.net, where you will be able to um, get more resources and information. We'll have an email address for you to send information to us or ask us questions about anything you've heard on our show. And uh, we're also on social media. So, um you know, please look for us in all those areas and um, just really looking forward to bringing this information to everyone. Um, Anybody else have anything they want to talk about? Hmm. Let's see. I think about that. Uh, Some of the things we could talk about, like I was doing some research today, I'm going to find out there's not a wealth of information uh, for people who are blind or have low vision. And so hopefully maybe we can actually, you know, spark something to make people add content out there. Because uh, I was doing some research looking for uh, uh, SOS um, for the visually impaired. 
uh, it's kind of hard to find stuff. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> it is definitely. Stuff. So, I mean, hopefully that maybe those who listen will actually contribute and be able to add uh, information so we can, so we can help to be a, a resource of information uh, to the community of the blind and the low vision. Um, I think that's be something really great that we can make that happen. Definitely. And uh, I, you know, I hope that we can even at, at some point get some some interviews with people that may be able to contribute more information than than the three of us know. And uh, yeah, that, that would be cool if we could find some people um, who would be willing to give us some more knowledge than we ourselves have already. Well, I know uh, there's as I looked uh, online, there's a couple of um, couple of people who have things going online on uh, YouTube uh, channels and stuff like that, uh, which I think is very helpful. So I think maybe if we try to kinda maybe get them involved or maybe have them in it, uh, be interviewed, it'd be kind of really, really great for the, the program. And I think just like I said, trying to be a source of information for people. Yeah. Yes, of course. Absolutely. Um, especially, you know, there's very little, there's very little out there, which is like, um, it's kind of sad, you know, it's, um, it is, it, it really actually kind of is like, I've looked up things before and haven't, come up empty-handed so, so you know, it shows in two heart two parts those of us that are cited we don't think much about about it because it doesn't directly affect us and the other part is that there are people out there who it directly affects but for some reason they don't seem to put the information out there or share it or found right. a, a, mm-hmm. a vehicle to do to do that and you know looking up uh information about statistics uh for this discussion um the most recent information I found was uh, a study done in 2009 to 2014, which said that people with disabilities are at least, depending mm-hmm. on their demographic, um, twice as likely to be victims of assault or violence or attack, abuse, that kind of thing. Um, of course, that you know gets into more detail of... Um, you know, women at certain ages, men at certain ages, uh, teenagers versus older people. And um, we will definitely be posting that information uh, on our website as well as in the show notes along with this podcast. So, um, but it, it was not any more recent than 2014. Which and is sad. That was kind of disappointing to find as little information as, as I did on that. Yeah, the one that I found uh, for 2007, um, one of the ones that I found was 2007, and it it laid out like all the specifics, so men and women, teenagers versus adults versus seniors, and Mm -hmm. it was very detailed. It was kind of interesting information, but sadly, it's not updated, so I'd kind of be curious to know what the stats are now in 2020, I guess we're in. Or the last kind of year or two, you know, right? As technology has evolved, and hopefully people have evolved. So, I wonder uh, what influences the research, and what organizations, particularly these uh, this research is coming from, um, because I wonder what they're they're if they're on a certain schedule or is just you know um, influenced by someone has an idea that hey, this do some demographic research, you know, uh, on somebody. I can't remember the one that I found from the 2007. I can't remember what exactly it was. I know it was in the States. It was a, it was a federal 
it was a f- study, but I don't remember. Yes, it was a federal study. It was something Justice Department of Department Justice. Justice. Department of Justice. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So they do statistics, statistics um, pretty much every year. Uh, and a lot of times there's statistics, statistics will actually go back a year previous or two years previous, depending on the nature of the research. That's what I've seen from going on the site. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But the thing is, you got to keep, keep in mind is some police agencies are not, it's not mandated that they report to the FBI uh, mm-hmm. crime statistics. So sometimes they're skewed because of that fact. Mm-hmm. So you may not, and some people don't report an incident. So that also eliminates the hundred percent. Of course. Of yeah, definitely. Yes. Have. Mm-hmm. Um, like it would just for, be nice to have somewhat of an idea though. Yeah. It would be great to have an idea. We have a great idea. Um, and and it's, it's unfortunate. Um, to get a, just a quick example. I met a young lady at the uh, center for the blind and low vision uh, here in Savannah. And I uh, was talking about self-defense classes and she had uh, revealed to me that something had happened to her. She was sexually assaulted twice within the last two years. Mm. It was about a year mm. ago uh, because she's blind. And, you know, this one really hit home. I'm, I'm still learning a lot about, you know, the community of the blind and low vision, as, as I refer to it as, uh, because I don't know being cited. Um, I have no direct connection other than starting with the One Touch program. So every time I meet somebody, I learn something new. And mm-hmm. uh, statistics show that it's like uh, three times more likely that someone who's blind would be sexually assaulted for a woman. Yeah. Than the average um, American female who's cited. You know, and then I'm sure you can get more into demographics by ethnic groups as well. Of course. Uh, yeah. If you get further deep, further into it. But it's just sad. It is. It's it just is. sad. Uh, and I can see why there's some people within the community that don't venture out, that don't, you know, um, go out by themselves. You know, yeah. it, it, show, it shows that. But I think it also is a lack of, lack of education on the part of those who are cited. Um, we only know what we, what we know. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. like you know the first time I heard about White Cane Day I was like what is that it's like they're celebrating <laughs> cocaine what's this <laughs> so, what the heck is this going on <laughs> now, um, so it was a news it was a news story I'd seen I was visiting home in New York uh, and it was the school the school of the blind from, uh, in the Bronx where I'm from and uh, they were on the news talking about you know White Cane Day and that it's a you know a, a national uh, recognition today that I believe the legislation was uh, was approved or voted on um, for use of the white cane where cars have to stop. Yeah, which yeah. we appreciate. Yeah, <laughs> yes, I we think. Do. But I don't know if this is, is if this is readily available uh, in the uh, driver's ed handbooks in each state. I don't remember this, but it's so long ago since I drove. I mean, it took a driver's test. Oh, so I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. yeah I all the time. <laughs> I met you. Um. <laughs> yeah, all the time. I mean, since I, since I took my road test and all that stuff and written tests years ago. So it's a possibility that it may be in there, but I don't remember you know that, but a possibility. That's, that's a very good question. Um, yeah. yeah. Someone who has never driven a car. Um, well, <laughs> okay. Uh, but that's a different story. Um, <laughs> At one time, no. <laughs> it might have moved more once. Um, <laughs> as someone who has not legally driven a car, um, there you go, <laughs> or taken the test, the secret has been revealed, uh, or ever had to take the test or even look at the book. Um, uh, yeah, I, that's that would be very interesting to know if that information is in there. But uh, yes, White Cane Day. Um, and there are some kind of gray areas as to whether or not uh, the cane actually has to be white uh, these days. And um, I think I have a source for that. So if I do, I will uh, post that in the show notes as well. 
Um, but uh, definitely uh, as, as a blind person, I appreciate when cars stop. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do too. And uh, it doesn't happen enough these days. Yeah. Uh, well, our, if, you, if you said it too, that's just, this is yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, that is true. That is true. <laughs> yeah. So, and uh, you know, I used to uh, tell my my students that all the time. Uh, you know, unfortunately, sighted people get hit by cars too. Um, it it's yes. not a we're not targets, even though sometimes it feels that way. Mm -hmm. it, it happens to everybody, and you know that that kind of brings up uh, a point that I was I was thinking about earlier is that you know this isn't this isn't information that we're going to be talking about. Yes, it's geared toward blind and low vision individuals, but it's, you know, some of this is, is good information for everybody. So, um, you know, we hope that people don't get turned off by the fact that this is the, the target audience that we're going for and that, that other people cited or uh, even people with other disabilities will take this information and, and adapt it to make it useful for them. Yeah. That'd be good Absolutely. Yep, I agree. Again. <laughs> <laughs> that is that's not why I had you on the show though, John. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's just an added bonus now. <laughs> yeah, <it's> added bonus. <laughs> I can get used to this. The agree the agreeable one. That's right. Yes, dear. <laughs> <laughs> yes, dear. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my but I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what we can possibly do and see about if we can make an impact or influence people uh help people so i think that's a key things that might take away from being part of this program yeah definitely any last thoughts before we end this for today uh not for me no i think i'm uh I'm, the thought train has sailed. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Two different types of vehicle, but alrighty. I just noticed that as I said it. I'm like, oh no, that doesn't quite work. <laughs> uh, we'll let that go though. Thought All right. train has derailed. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's better. That's a little better, yeah. Left the station might be a better turn. <laughs> oh anyway all right so um we are happy to have all our listeners out there look forward to bringing you more information on this topic and hope you will stay tuned hope you will provide us feedback and uh, things that you've learned and um, help us incorporate that into our show uh, so you can find us on the web at www.handsonsafety.net. You can email us at feedback at handsonsafety.net. You can also find us on Twitter at, uh, help me out here, Megan, hands-on uh, hands underscore safety. I believe so, yes. We'll put that in the show notes just to make sure we have that correct. And we, we are also on Facebook. Search for Hands on Safety podcast. And we look forward to giving you information and hearing back from you and bringing you uh, lots of shows in the future. And uh, while I'm thinking about it, 
um, before I forget, I would also like to thank Jason Earls for producing our theme for us for uh, coming up with that. Um, and we look forward to bringing you to our next show. All right. Good talk to you, ladies. All right. All right. See you next time, people. All right. Bye-bye.